You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome to this Friday, August 11th edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your in-studio host, Ben Roof, and we've got the legendary Mark Sassy out and about in the community. On today's show, we got Tracy Miller showing us a wonderful tortilla soup recipe, and we're also going to be finding out about all things sports here in the Vale Valley, especially this weekend's upcoming Leadville 100. Your Good Morning Vale starts now. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to our Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. Today is August the 11th. A lot happening in Vale this weekend. We'll get into those details in just a minute. But as you can see over my shoulder, in Vale, we have some blue skies, a few high clouds. Let's look at your weather for the 11th, for Friday. Then we'll jump ahead and take a look at the weekend and into the middle of next week. Uh, for Vale today, we are going to see a high of about 76 degrees. Around 8 o'clock, temperatures in the mid-50s. There's a 20% chance of maybe some passing moisture this afternoon. Partly cloudy skies with the winds at about 5 to 10 miles per hour. Saw a nice blast of rain last night at my home in Edwards. Uh, it's going to cool things off first thing this morning and uh, green things up even more around Eagle County. As you look at that hourly forecast, temperatures around noon, 71 degrees. We'll see 67 at 8 o'clock tonight and then dropping down into the low 40s over the course of the evening time. Denver temperatures today, 91 degrees. And they're going to have a 20% chance of maybe a passing shower. We're looking at 20% all around Eagle County also. And temperatures for Vale, Avon, and Eagle, mid to upper 70s, partly cloudy skies. We're going to have the sun out. There's going to be some cloud cover. And then maybe a slight percentage, a light rain jacket percentage of maybe a, a passing shower. Tonight lows at about 47 degrees. We'll have a 20% again this evening. Uh, we're going to have considerable cloudiness over the course of the nighttime, sun setting at 8.09. And then as we jump ahead, looking at the weekend for uh, the 14th annual Kids Adventure Game, 75 for a high in Vail on Saturday with a 20% chance, 77 for a high on Sunday, 79 for Monday, 79 for Tuesday, 81 for Wednesday, 20% chance all the way through the weekend into the middle of next week of maybe that passing shower, evening lows, are going to be in your upper 40s, so definitely a little bit cooler than what we've seen earlier in the summertime. Um, but just with that slight percentage of uh, moisture coming our way, just a little bit, um, chances are it's probably not going to amount to too much, so don't let it deter you. Make sure you apply that sunscreen while you're kicking around Vail or Beaver Creek or Eagle County. Apply it often, drink plenty of water. Now let's talk about some of the events. Uh, right now, taking place in Vail, uh, we have the Vail Wine Classic. Now, this is an event that uh, showcases some of the best vineyards around the world and every ticket is a VIP ticket believe it or not and that wine that wonderful wine whether it's a rosé or a white wine or a red wine 
It tastes better in this fresh mountain air. Hundreds of high-end wines, spirits, and hundreds of beers nestled right here in the Vale Valley. Uh, the classic's gonna, it's gonna focus on uh, robust grand tastings and intimate paired wine dinners, panels of experts and wines from around the world. So if you wanna be engaged in that, be a part of it, get tickets, you can go to valewineclassic.com. Another big event that started yesterday the 14th annual Kids Adventure Games. Now, the Kids Adventure Games uh, started about 14 years ago, and it started as just like a, a fun backyard obstacle course for a few kids. And over the course of 14 years, with a group of uh, really dedicated outdoor professionals, they've turned it into kind of like a eco-challenge slash mountain games style racing for the kids. It's a two-and-a-half to a four-mile course where the kids pair up in teams of two and it's all about uh, running and biking and in the water all on foot with about 15 man-made and natural obstacles to, uh, to get through and get around. Teams of two, 130 teams a day are allowed. You can find out more at uh, valerec.com, valerec.org. And uh, you can go to Discover Vail to find out more too. But I'm going to make my way around Vail and see if we can't see some of the teams getting ready to go. This is a lot of fun. I talked to my son this morning before he went to work. And we talked about the adventure games, and he's like, I remember doing it. I think my last year was when I was 13 or 14, and he and his buddy Jeep uh, did it every year. And it really is a great way to kind of bond and be together. And it's for the entire family, not just for the kids. So come to Vail for the weekend and have some fun and make a weekend of it, all right? So we're going to take a quick break um, from our Friday edition. We come back, like Ben had said in the open, we're going to take it back to the studio. We've got Tracy Miller from Colorful Cooking making some delicious tortilla soup. We'll be right back. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome back to the show. Homemade soups can be a challenge, especially a more complicated soup, but there's nobody to simplify it better than Tracy Miller, and she's got a great tortilla soup recipe for us that she's going to show us right now. It's getting hot in the kitchen again, or it will really soon. Hi there, I'm Tracy Miller with Colorful Cooking, and this is the cooking show where we're going to let you know how to cook healthy and how to make it easy. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so what I'm doing now today is thinking about all those busy parents or all those busy worker bees that get home late at night and want a healthy dinner, but you want it to be prepped before you get home. So today we're doing soup and salad. I'm going to do a chicken tortilla soup and a cauliflower salad with a lemon tahini dressing. So that's going to be a really exciting salad and you can of course make it early and then assemble it right when you're ready to go and put the dressing on it right when you're ready to eat it. And the soup, you can either keep it on your stove, it's kind of a quick soup, or you can put it in your crock pot and let it cook slow all day long. So let's first start off with the soup. Today our chicken tortilla soup is going to have chicken breast, which are cut into small pieces. I'm going to get my pan nice and warm with a little bit of olive oil on the bottom. Now I like to use olive oil because it's the healthiest oil out there. And of course, the more and more that you can eat the healthy oils and cook with the healthy oils, the healthier you're going to be. So this is very heart healthy. And I like to stick with olive oil too as my oil in general because I don't really want 18 different oils on my counter and me have to decide every time. Coconut oil would be another great uh, option because it can withstand a high heat. So we're just gonna get this pan heated up because when we put our chicken breast that's already chopped up in the pan, we wanna hear that sizzle. When you're building a, a soup, when you're building the base of a soup, you wanna have those little brown bits. You know sometimes when you walk away from your oven and you're like, oh no, I burnt it. Don't, don't think that when you're making soup because what you're gonna do is those little burnt pieces are actually gonna give you nice flavor. Those are flavor, those are like the base of your flavor. So whether you're cooking a meat or a chicken soup, if you just let it sit there for a few minutes and get those brown pieces and then stir it around, that's gonna be a nice base of flavor for your soup. A lot of times when I'm teaching cooking classes, I have to tell people that they're over stirrers. They just sit there and stir everything way too much. And you wanna get those pieces on the bottom so that you have a lot of flavor. Okay, so when you're starting off a soup, typically um, in, in French soups, you have something called a mirepoix, and that is onion, carrot, and celery. But today we're making kind of a Southwestern Mexican style soup, and we are going to have our mirepoix is gonna be onions, um, garlic, green pepper and jalapeno pepper because we're gonna get a little bit of that flair going on in there. So I'm gonna start chopping up the onions as my pan is starting to heat up. I can actually feel the heat. So I think we're gonna get a sizzle pretty soon. We're gonna do about a cup of onion 
And then now this is going to be delicious for you, but also really healthy because the onions are filled with antioxidants and they're going to fight everything during cold and flu season. So the more onions, if you like onions a lot, add a few more, cook them down. They're going to taste delicious. They won't have that super raw feeling, but if you do want to put them on after, you know, as your little topping, then that would be nice as well. Okay. So my pan is warm. I have already made my spice mix and whenever I'm making soups, I make my spice mix to start things off. So this spice mix is filled with salt and pepper, cumin, a little coriander, and some um, chili pepper because I am going with the Mexican theme. So here we go. We're going to really stir, stir, uh, stir that around so we get nice coverage with our soup, with our chicken. We want it well seasoned. And hopefully you can hear that sizzle. This is going to make, this is going to give us a lot of flavor. I'm going to spread the chicken around in my pan because you always want to spread everything around on your pan so that it all gets even coverage on the base of where it's cooking. I'm going to put a little more of my spices so they're nice and covered. This is going to be the base flavor of our soup. So we really want to kind of over season it just a little bit. All right. While that gets seared up, I have cauliflower actually starting to roast in the oven. Now cauliflower might be intimidating a little bit because it's this big old head wrapped in cellophane. All I do is take my knife and cut right through the middle. That opens it up and then you can kind of pick off the florets from that. So that's what I've done already. I have cut up the cauliflower into small little pieces. I have it roasting in the oven at 400 degrees with olive oil and salt and pepper. And now what happens with the cauliflower is the smaller that you cook it, the smaller you cut it, the quicker it's going to cook. Now I kind of kept it at a decent size because it will shrink a little while you're cooking it. We're going to cook it at 400 degrees for about 20 minutes. Another thing that I'm going to do for our cauliflower salad is it's going to have roasted chickpeas on it. We actually have a lot of beans in the recipes today. So if you are going to have to be a late night diner, you're going to be happy because we have low fat protein for you. So your dreams won't be too weird. Like if you're eating a steak sandwich at 10 o'clock at night, go to bed and you have all these crazy dreams and you're like, what is, what's going on? Well, I had steak after nine. So on, on the, on the uh, chickpeas, which of course are low in fat, high in protein and delicious when you roast them up, I have a mixture of oregano and salt and pepper. Parsley is delicious with chickpeas, but we are going to add fresh parsley to this salad. Really cover these chickpeas too. Do not be shy in your seasoning ever. As you take a look at the chickpeas, you'll see they have tons of seasoning on them. As you take a look at the chicken that's cooking up, you'll see that it has tons of seasoning on it as well. So this is kind of nice because it's one pan for the salad. This is going to be our cauliflower salad that will have roasted cauliflower, roasted chickpeas. We're also going to add some parsley to it and some lettuce, some baby lettuce. So let's pop that back in the oven and get it going at 400. Both of those take about 20 minutes to roast up. I'm going to stir this chicken now because I've let it sit long enough that it's going to be kind of charred up and a little stuck to the bottom. And that's what we want. So we'll get that chicken stirred up. Definitely not cooked all the way yet. And I want to sear it a little bit more because I kind of want every side to have a little sear. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to crank this up a little bit. I'm going to keep an eye on it. Remember before when I was talking about being an overstirrer? This is a point in time where you can sort of be an overstirrer, but you really want to make sure you get that sizzle and that crust on one side. 
So we're going to let this cook up. I'm going to get my green pepper chopped up. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, adding more to the super simple chicken tortilla soup. Good morning, Belle. Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you into Rugs Benedict to come explore our 12,000 square foot showroom. We've been serving the Vale Valley for over 50 years now with flooring needs. And we inventory a ton of product from Carpet One to provide the very best values, highest style. We just built a warehouse, 15,000 square foot warehouse in gypsum. So we have over 120 different broadloom carpets. We have a lot of waterproof wood flooring, things that we can install right away. We have employee installers, a lifetime installation warranty. Many of them have been with us for decades and they're true craftsmen in their work. They're absolutely extraordinary at installing any of the flooring that we provide. We also have over a thousand area rugs in stock right now. Um, and they start at two by threes. I could bring these into the studio today, but they go all the way up to 12 by 16s. And we have them hanging on the racks, just like shopping for clothing. So it's very easy for you to just flip through, see what's available. We'll deliver them to your house so you can check out how they look in your space with your lighting, all different sizes, all different shapes, some things that are gonna be a little bit more contemporary as well as tribal, traditional, all the latest and greatest looks. We have things that are hand knotted, silk, wool and silk options, all the way down to some machine made indoor outdoor type rugs. So really anything that you're looking for, for your business, for your home, for a rental, Rugs Benedict can provide it. And one thing I consistently hear when people leave our showroom is, that was so easy, thank you so much. So we make the, the process very easy. Come in, take a look, and we'd love to offer you a free estimate. Look forward to seeing you in our showroom. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the glitz and glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall, it's hard to miss. Come and say hi, give me a high five and make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Uh, we're going to have more of that yummy uh, tortilla soup here in just a little bit with Tracy, part two in the kitchen. But first up, we want to talk a little bit about a big event happening up in Leadville next weekend. It's been going on for 40 years. And Robbie, he's our reporter who's on the fields and on the courts. He does all of our Eagle Valley sports reporting. He's got a couple of segments coming up. One of them is a focus on this uh, famous 
ultra marathon coming up, and also what's happening around Eagle County with uh, with the, the girls' volleyball teams as they make their way into high school right around the corner. We've got part one of the Sports Report with Robbie coming up next. All right, thanks for joining us. So one of the biggest bike races in the state is happening just a short drive from us over in Leadville this weekend. And I sat down with a special guest to discuss how she's preparing to compete in this year's Leadville 100. We're here with Mae Jackson, who is competing in the Leadville 100. And we've got Robbie here, of course, our sports editor. So Robbie, what do you got for Mae? May, first of all, just want to say it's so great to meet you. And then learning a little bit more about you, I'm just excited to hear about you and see how you compete this weekend. But what are you looking forward to most? Just really getting out there and finishing it, finishing <laughs> for the first time. Um, I've raced Leadville 100 and been on that start line two times prior. Um, first year finished, but I was well over two, uh, 12 hours. And last year I broke a rear rim 20 miles in. So finishing is the ultimate goal, getting to that red carpet and rolling through that finish line under 12 hours. Okay, and like you mentioned, this is going to be your third try. How do you kind of stay positive and what makes you really just want to keep going after it and keep trying again after so many maybe failed attempts? Um, I mean, there's such a mystique around Leadville and it really is a family. But I mean, you want that belt buckle. <laughs> you finish that, uh, finish Leadville in under 12 hours, you get this awesome belt buckle. And if you finish it under nine, the belt buckle is even bigger. We're going for 12 this year. <laughs> okay, and the accident that happened last year, I see you brought your wheel with you. Kind of walk me through what went, what went down over there in Leadville last year. So last year, um, there's a huge downhill, and then on the way back in, it's a huge uphill known as Powerline. Um, somewhere on the goat trail right before Powerline, I had heard this huge crack, and I thought I had hit my frame on a rock. Um, but then coming down Powerline, I felt a little squirrely, and it wasn't until I made the right-hand turn at the bottom that I realized I had a flat tire. Upon stopping and checking, I didn't find any puncture wounds or anything, and I had cracked the carbon of my wheel and I didn't unfortunately at that time have a spare wheel with me so this year I'm bringing a spare wheel with me and uh who's going to be holding your spare wheel this year our lovely Ben <laughs> well and at least this time around right you're on a bike you're a little bit more familiar with because you had a bit of a challenge going into that last race with a little bit of a missing bike right yeah, unfortunately, last season, I'd gotten my brand new bike and had it for about eight days, and somebody decided to, unfortunately, take it from me, and then I was really kind of without a race bike for a while, and it was, it was really hard, but the best part about, I guess the positive was really realizing, like, how many people I've touched and how close the bike community is out here because I had lots of people reaching out asking how they could help if they could donate start a GoFundMe for GoFundMe for me um, but luckily like insurance works out sometimes and luckily Rebel came through like last minute right before the Silver Rush 50 which is an earlier qualifier for Leadville um, about four days prior so to that race and I was able to get a bike. <laughs> Okay. And you compete in other bike races too. Where does this Leadville 100 stack up against maybe some of the other 
races that you compete in? Leadville's kind of like one of those iconic, you know, like dream bike races that you go out to do. You know, like it's on a bucket list for a lot of people living here in the Vale Valley. Like it's Leadville, it's just up the street. So it doesn't feel maybe as monumental as some of the other races, but I also race in the town series. I do some of the other lifetime races. Um, like this spring, I went out to Sea Otter out in uh, Monterey, California. I raced, I showed up to that race. Again, I had a DNF. I was, it was too early in the season for me to be racing 70 miles. Something that I really noticed during the last year's Leadville 100 was just not just how eager the bike community was to help in the case of the missing bike, but how everybody that we encountered after picking you up at the end of Powerline were trying to get you back on the race. Everybody was trying to do anything they could to get you back on the course, and unfortunately we couldn't find somebody who had a spare tire that fit. But it was really amazing to see that. And I learned a lot about how there's support systems set up for that kind of race. Would you mind telling us a little bit more about that? So on course, there are aid stations. Of course, there's also neutral aid out there. Um, and they're there to help if you do have a mechanical that's easily fixed, unfortunately, like a broken rim you don't actually have a spare wheel is kind of hard as you can see like this wheel doesn't have my brake or my brake uh, disc brake or my gears on it so that would have to be pulled off the broken wheel and put on that and neutral aids there to help but also as you were saying and alluding to like Leadville is a family like it's it's really an amazing thing that was started to kind of help bring life back into Leadville when the mining really started to deteriorate. And it's just, it's very special. It's a feeling that once you're kind of exposed to it, like you wanna go back, you wanna see it again, whether you're there to race or to volunteer or to support somebody, like it's just this amazing community. So you just talked about Leadville there. You got really excited. You even got me excited. How excited are you to just pull up to the starting line and get ready to go and just take off? I mean, it's, it's at this point, I feel like it's been three to four years of training to get back to the start line and go for that finish and see that red carpet at the top of Harrison. Um, it's kind of what you dream about to get you to that finish line is like, you know, you're standing there and it's going to be really cold <laughs> Saturday morning. Um, and then you'll just keep pedaling and it's just pedaling until, you know, you make it to that finish line. Awesome. Well, May, we're all going to be rooting for you and it was super <laughs> nice to meet you. Good luck. Thanks. Best luck out there, May. Thank you, guys. Well, we've made it. Summer practices for fall sports are in full swing here in the Valley. And going over to Eagle Valley High School, the volleyball team will enter their season with a target on their back. But head coach Michael Garvey says his devils aren't afraid of a little heat. When the top dog enters a new season, pressure to succeed early builds. But head coach of Eagle Valley Volleyball, Michael Garvey, welcomes the heat. It's a great challenge to have, to be able to say, all right, we're going to get everybody's best match. Ultimately, that only makes us better. Garvey's girls dominated their conference last season, finishing with a perfect 10-0 record. But this year, that's not good enough. Last year, there was a team better than we were. So we want to set ourselves up in a situation this year that, um, that we're the best team. They're not a satisfied team. So when they're given uh, places to improve as an individual or as a team, 
Um, they take it and run with it. A state title is on the team's mind, but last year's conference championship should still be celebrated. Garvey's excited the team he's coached for now six years is receiving recognition, but he wants his girls to remember. If you're the league champions, you better act like it. So we need to be the most respectful team. We need to be the kindest team. Uh, every time you hear Eagle Valley High School, um, we want you talking about how great our kids are before we start talking about volleyball. Uh, that's what a league champion should be. Eagle Valley Volleyball will play their first game of the season against Basalt at home in Gypsum. If you haven't seen Good Day Vale lately, here's what you've been missing. and I'm the host of Good Day Vale, and you can find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 or on our website at tvavale.com and on YouTube. We're here to serve the Vale Valley, and we look forward to sharing our story with all of you. Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to the neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in. Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8.
High temperature coming our way probably two to three o'clock in the afternoon with about a 20% chance of maybe a passing shower. Not much in the forecast. We'll see partly cloudy skies and a breeze at about five to 10 miles per hour. Your hourly forecast, 70s midday, 60s as we drop into the eight o'clock hour tonight. And then just a partly cloudy all around Eagle County throughout the daytime. Bright blue skies though with a few passing clouds. Not much happening in terms of cloud cover. Uh, Denver temperatures today pretty warm, breaking 90 degrees, about 91 degrees for the front range with a 20% chance of moisture. And then we're going to see 76 for Vail. We're going to see 77 for Avon, 79, so close to 80 degrees down towards Eagle and Gypsum, where they have their big block party happening over the course of this weekend. That'll be a lot of fun. Partly cloudy skies, 20% chance of moisture from Denver all the way to Eagle. Uh, but we'll have that sunshine out hanging around all through the weekend. Tonight, 47 for a low. We'll see about a 20% chance once again. Considerable cloudiness, sun setting at around uh, a little before 8.10, 8.09 to be exact. And then jumping ahead for the weekend, Saturday and Sunday in Vail, 20% chance of maybe something passing. Temperatures mid-70s, evening lows, upper 40s over the weekend. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for Vail, upper 70s. We'll hit 81 degrees by Wednesday. And we're going to have mostly sunny skies for Monday, partly cloudy, so mostly sunny for Tuesday, and then a nice weather again for Wednesday, and those evening lows considerable, and continuing to hold on um, into those uh, upper 40s and maybe low 50s. So kind of that uh, late summer weather, cool in the morning, cool in the evening, and then nice during the day. And today, once again, Max's 18th birthday. Happy birthday, Max. Uh, I got a fishing report coming your way next. A quick fly fishing report brought to you by my team at Minturn Anglers. All right, now I'm going to talk a little bit about the fly fishing. Typically, I've got my waders on. I'm standing in the river down by the water, but I'm going to hype up the adventure games today. So. I'm going to roam around, but I want to talk about the fishing on the rivers right now. Uh, river's been fishing really well. The Eagle, Gore Creek. I spent some time on Gore Creek last week, uh, right at dusk around evening, and it was uh, spectacular fishing. And uh, water levels are holding on. We haven't seen water levels where they're at and water temperatures where they're at considerably better than we've seen last year, the year before, the year before that. So things are great right now. We're still floating on the lower parts of the Eagle down around Gypsum, Rittenhouse, and that area. And then we're also shifting our floats, most of them up towards the Colorado, Pump House, Radium, and Rancho. And then wade fishing trips are kind of the go-to right now. Water temps are warm enough where you can wet wade. You don't need to wear the waders. You can just wear the wading boots and, and a pair of socks and a pair of shorts and a, you know, a pair of waterproof pants or a quick dry, breathable pants and get out there and do some fishing. A lot of activity on the river. Uh, I want to talk about one of the trips that we do. Uh, we work with Flat Tops Wilderness Guides, and this is actually a, a horseback fly fishing trip. So we meet everybody up in Sweetwater at uh, Flat Tops Wilderness, and we work with their wranglers, and everybody gets to ride horses to go up to the river and fish, or up to the uh, still water up in the Flat Tops. It's about a two and a half mile, I mean, sorry, a two and a half hour horseback ride up into the wilderness. And then we have lunch up there with the wilderness guides and our guides will do some fishing. I want to show you the photos. This is Cole Treader, uh, one of my fishing guides, spectacular guy from the East Coast. 
And this is the burrow that he gets to ride every time. It's, this this, this uh, horse's name is Elvis. And Cole had the horseback trip yesterday, and he sent me some pics of he and Elvis and how they bonded. And uh, so really, if you're, uh, if you're big into riding horses and not so big into the fishing or vice versa, this is kind of that combination. It's a great way to get out and, and see the wilderness, do something a little bit different, get kind of far away, tucked away and have an experience of a lifetime. But I've got some other photographs of Ben Gruner, another one of my fishing guides, who's been a part of Minturn Anglers in the Vale Valley for quite some time. Uh, this was his trip yesterday down on the Eagle River. Uh, he was fishing down around the uh, BLM campground in Walcott and bright sunshine, and his clients hooked into a pile of fish. I think he said they may have at least hooked up on close to 20, maybe more than 20 fish over the course of their four-hour trip. So really there's some wonderful opportunities. If fly fishing, you've done it before, if you've never done it, it's a great way to kind of just disconnect from your cell phone for a while and reconnect with the natural world, Mother Nature, the fish, the rivers, and it's safe and fun. And with the photographs and the memories you make, you'll have something to remember and cherish and share with your family and friends forever. Yeah, so give us a call at Minturn Anglers, 970-827-9500 if you want to try the horseback trip, if you want to go on a float trip in a boat, if you want to go wade fishing. Uh, there's a plethora of different opportunities, and we're busy. We have about 25 to 30 guides. We can find a spot for you for a half day, three-quarter day, or a full day. All right, we're going to take a break. We've got more with Robbie, the second half of his sports report. We have more tortilla soup. I'm going to go venture up and see what's going on with these kids' adventure games. This is our Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. And when we come back, we have more of the show. But first, this is Good Morning Vale on TV8. Familia de TV8, estamos muy emocionados de seguir avanzando nuestra programación en español. Recientemente tuvimos un exitoso evento donde colaboramos con nuestra comunidad para desarrollar ideas sobre nuestro contenido y nuestra programación en español. Así que muchísimas gracias a todas las personas que asistieron. Y si no tuviste la oportunidad de contribuir, aún puedes mandarme tus comentarios a través de correo electrónico. Y además te invitamos a seguir nuestras nuevas redes sociales para estar al tanto de todo nuestro contenido en español. Nos encuentras en Instagram y Facebook, arroba TV8 Conexión Latina o nuestra página web tv8bell.com diagonal Conexión Latina. Recuerda que puedes sintonizar toda la programación de TV8 a través del canal 92 de Comcast o nuestra página web tv8bell.com. TV8 is excited to continue making progress to our Spanish programming. We recently had a successful event at our studio where we collaborated with community members to develop ideas for the future of our Spanish programming. So thank you to everyone who came out. And if you didn't get a chance to contribute, you can still send me your comments via email. You can also now follow our new Spanish social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram at TV8 Conexión Latina or our website tv8vel.com slash Conexión Latina so you can stay up to date on all our Spanish content. Remember, you can also tune in to all of our TV8 programming on Comcast Channel 92 or our website at tv8vel.com. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi, I'm Ben Roof, and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog, Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. 
I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> I so, do. so even though you work with some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We are talking about sports today, and Robbie Whittle has got some great follow-ups for us about both the Eagle Valley cross-country team and how the Vale Mountain School is kicking their season off. Let's take a listen. Last season, there was a lot of success surrounding the boys' cross-country team over at Eagle Valley High School, and this year, the team has even higher hopes, although they've lost their star senior, Jake Drever, to Boise State. Nevertheless, this team is still feeling confident. So I'm with head coach of Eagle Valley, Melinda Brandt, and there's a fall season approaching for the Devils this season. How are you doing, coach? We are really looking forward to it. it Today's our first day of practice, and we got a great group out. We have about 45 on our roster right now. Okay, and uh, kind of walk through me, you know, there's a lot going on behind us. What's about to take place? On the first day, we always do a two-mile time trial. We just want to see where kids are at after their summer training. It also helps us identify their pace for workouts so we can move forward with workouts at the right pace for them. New year, new season, a lot of success last year. What's the expectation as the head coach of this Devils program? Yeah, I think it's to keep moving forward and keep that trajectory. I knew we were a top 10 team for about the last two years. We just couldn't pull it together at the end. So in 2022, to be fourth at state, we want to be right back there this year. Um, I'd love to see us higher at regionals. We were third in the region, but fourth at state. So our region's one of the toughest regions, and we came back and beat all the teams, or we beat the teams that beat us and the regionals, and then Central beat us. So we just want to be that top team from the Western Slope this year for the fellas. And the girls are, are making a big comeback. We're, we're putting the pieces together. We got some new pieces on the girls' side. So we're really looking forward to seeing how they'll compete this year. Okay, and last year you lost two of your top seniors from last year's team. They were very successful and talented runners in themselves, but do you see anyone else stepping up to kind of fill that gap? Yes, our boys team is really deep, which has been awesome. They just keep keep coming up the pipeline. They see the success. They want to be a part of it. We're competitive as a team this year as some of those younger guys get bigger, faster, stronger. Okay, fun. and uh, talk to me a little bit about Jake. You're obviously losing him from last season, but he's such a special kid, you know, very talented also. Ran a 15-19-40 for his PR last season. The first devil ever to break that 16-minute mark. How special was it to coach a kid like Jake who was just so talented? He was great. He did all the little things right. And as he got older, he started to just keep getting stronger and really dug into the little pieces. So I think our kids see that. They see that one of their peers did something really special, broke 16, not just once, 
but six times over the season. And so it wasn't just a fluke run. He just kept throwing down awesome times. So to have the other guys see them and they know they want to go out after that. So now that 16 has been broken, I think the kids are just going to keep, keep going after that. So I think we could have three or four guys under that mark this year, which would be phenomenal. Well, not under his his school record, but under 16. I think I would I would not be surprised by that. That's kind of the goal for them. So yeah. Okay, awesome. And you guys, your best finish ever in program history was 11th last year. You guys go to states and blow that out of the water with fourth. With that finish, what do you think's the expectation there? Like, could you go back to states this season? You just talked about some new talent there that may be able to fill in for Jake as he's gone this year. But uh, what's kind of the expectation there? Do you want to get back up to fourth place or maybe even improve on that mark? Yeah, I think I think cross country is interesting, right? Because I can't control what the other teams are doing. We can just control how much work we're putting in. And so our guys are ready to put in the work. They're ready to gel. Just a few weeks ago, we won the National High School Trail Championships with some of the guys that are returning. Jake was a part of that team too because they get to have returning or graduated kids on those programs too. But Eagle Valley is put their name on the map again right away as the first big summer competition for the cross-country athletes. Um, so we're really proud of those guys for going out there and doing that over the summer. So I think it's just going to build and build and build. And we just have guys that keep stepping up, which is phenomenal. We have freshmen that are coming in that are already making some noise that are kind of surprises for us right now. So we have seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen that I think will all be a part of the varsity roster um, and that have all had experience. Um, Jackson Fillmore is coming up and he's already had multiple years of varsity experience and so it's just really fun to see the depth of our boys program and just to be strong year in and year out. Um, But last year was really the culmination of a lot of years getting put together to finally get fourth. (laughs) So it was just fantastic. The guys were stoked. And I think we can be right back there. Um, Just kind of have to see how we compete with the other teams in the state and some of the big dog teams. We got some big races this year. Well, we'll get to see them. We have Liberty Bell on our schedule. Our first race is in the front range. So we get to see that. We'll get to run Junction twice this year. So we'll have the speedy times flowing for that. And then we're going to go to Indiana this year for um, an out-of-state race at the Nike Twilight Meet there. So they'll get some out-of-state competition too. That'll be awesome. Okay, awesome, yeah. Coach. And like we talked about earlier, a lot of firsts for this team last season. What a first do you see for this cross-country boys program this season, maybe on the horizon? <sighs> That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I, I think just having a stronger pack of guys that are all ready to take kind of that next step. So like I said, three or four guys maybe going under 16 because it's been done. Now they can chase it. So I think Jake just paved the path and other guys paved the path before Jake. So it just keeps elevating like each year, which I think is just a really great quality about our program. And on the girl side, they've, they've seen kind of the fast girls come through, but with Ellie qualifying last year and then um, now having multiple girls who I think can chase her down, it's going to be really fun to see how strong they get to. Okay. And coach, we've talked a lot about times, you know, we've talked about Jake in the past, breaking that 16 minute mark and maybe what some of the boys can do this season for this team to get back to that fourth spot at States or even higher. But you know, there's a lot going on in your head with all that can jumbled in there at the same time, but I'm breaking it down easy for you right now. What are you looking forward to just plain and simple the most this season? Man, I just love seeing kids grow. I think that is one of my favorite things, seeing them come together as a team, seeing them find a place in the school. Eagle Valley's over a thousand kids now. So when kids find a home with our cross country team, that just really fuels me to say, hey, you know you're welcome here. You know you're gonna grow here. I said our word for today, even on the first day of practice is growth. Don't focus on how hard 
this two mile may seem on day one, but we're gonna grow. We're gonna get better. We do this two mile at the end of the season too, and they see how much they've grown. Cross country is not like track where every meet is different, every course is different, and so to see them grow from a two mile to a two mile, they can see all the work they put in. And so seeing the personal connection, seeing the leadership develop and just seeing their personal growth is one of my highlights of the season. Okay, so many things to look forward to this season. Any other exciting events coming up that you'd like to talk about? Well, our exciting event is our home meet. We get to bring our home meet back. So we're going to be up at the Siena Valley Club here on September 16th and hosting. Um, we already have 15 teams committed, but we haven't had a home meet since 2020. So we're really excited to bring that back for the community so Gypsum and Eagle can really see all that cross country has. We'll have a kids race, a citizens race. So that is something that's really exciting for us too. Similar to Eagle Valley and Battle Mountain, other schools around the valley are gearing up for their fall sports season. And over at Vail Mountain School, the athletic director, Bobby Eckert, is excited to see what his kids will be able to accomplish on the field or on the court this fall season as well. How long have you been athletic director over there in Vail? Yeah, so uh, this is actually my ninth year at the school, just getting started. And uh... I guess this is now my fifth year as the athletic director, just starting my fifth year. Um, I used to be a teacher and a coach for a number of years, and then uh, 2019, I took over as the athletic director. Awesome. And uh, walk me through some of those exciting memories and uh, maybe crazy athletic events you've seen in these past five years as AD over there. Yeah, I mean, last year was probably the, the highlight. Um, in, in my tenure here, we... Uh, we hadn't had a state championship um, with me as the athletic director. And last year uh, we had two, we had a, a boys state championship in golf, um, which was incredible. Uh, we won by one stroke. It was like, I was at the masters or something. It was incredible being there. It was a really exciting game. Followed up right after that, um, our boys soccer team uh, went on and won our first uh, boys soccer uh, state championship as well uh, in uh, the uh, two A classification. Um, which was just absolutely incredible. So a lot of success in the last two years, and we're hoping to just build on that and, and keep it going. We have some talented uh, teams going into this fall, and uh, it's pretty exciting to, to watch the growth that we've had over the five years that I've been here as an athletic director. Have you had any time to chit-chat with uh, either of those head coaches of both those teams to uh, kind of find out what the expectation is for this new season? Yeah, uh, quite a bit. They've been uh, they've been really active this summer. Um, our head soccer coach, Kevin Ives, um, he's actually on the field right now doing some optional training with uh, with some of the boys, and uh, his wife is our head volleyball coach. So we got a, a pretty nice, nice combo, um, Aspen Ives. Uh, She's a teacher at the school, and this is going to be her second year as the, uh, the head volleyball coach. And they've been running practices twice a week pretty much the whole summer, um, just kind of open any kids who want to come by, and they're doing training. And uh, we're really excited about our seniors this year. We had some really strong juniors last year. You know, it always sucks to lose your, your valuable seniors, but I think they passed the baton pretty well and we have some really strong leadership going into this season we have a lot of seniors on both rosters for uh, for volleyball for soccer and uh and for golf um those are kind of our three big sports for the high school programs um we have a couple other you know sport offerings that we do as well but those ones kind of encompass most of our students um so yeah we're we're thrilled the, the kids are ready i know our golfers have been golfing we we're bringing on uh, a new head coach for golf which is awesome um 
our uh, previous head coach, Will Sip, is uh, stepping away after a state championship and having a baby of his own. So he's he's uh, walking away on a high note, but left the team in good hands. So we're, we're thrilled. Yeah, what a note to end it on, having a baby and coming off a state championship win like that. That's definitely the way you want to end your career, I would say. And then, you know, what about the kids on the team? Is there any expectations going through their heads? You know, they want to run it back maybe, golf and soccer specifically? Yeah, you know, I think the coaches are starting to talk about expectations and we're kind of waiting for all of our kids to get back in town and get ready for that first practice because they start August 7th. So right now the trainings have just been kind of optional. We haven't really seen everyone on the pitch yet or on the volleyball court. Um, but uh, yeah, I know the coaches are, are it's, it's tough to come off a state championship and stay at the top. You know, you're, you now have a target on your back. Um, and so I, you know, I know our coaches are, are uh, trying to just keep a positive attitude with our kids and making sure that they're not getting too cocky and, and ready to win and, and teach them what it takes to, you know, stay on top for, for boys soccer and, and for boys golf and uh, girls volleyball. You know, we're really excited. We have a really big freshman class coming in. We got something like 30 girls signed up to uh, play volleyball. And um, yeah, we're, we're bringing on a couple of new uh, assistant coaches, which is great. And yeah, we're just, you know, gearing up and, and getting ready. Have you seen any healthy but competitive rivalries building? Yeah, definitely. Um, I know there's a couple of games on the boys' soccer schedule that are that are circled and, and highlighted. Uh, one of the kind of newer um, rivalries that we've created in boys' soccer, at least, is with Colorado Academy down in Denver. Um, I think in the last couple of years, we've been um, we've lost one, and then win one, and then lose one, and win one, and, and they're high energy games, really strong opponent. Um, so I know that's a really big one. Um, you know, a classic rivalry that we have in all of our sports is always with Aspen. Um, and so that one's, uh, that one's going to stay strong and true. And then, you know, looking across the, um, around the Valley here, we've created pretty good, uh, you know, friendly rivalries with teams like, uh, Battle Mountain, uh, Summit, uh, Eagle Valley. So, you know, we're always looking forward to those games. And then on the, the girls volleyball side, I think our biggest one is probably Vail Christian. Uh, they're, they're always, you know, one of the top teams in the league and so are we. Um, and I know, uh, Meeker has a really strong squad. They, they've always, they're always in that that top category so those are some of the games that are you know triple circled on the rosters or on the schedules right now that coaches and players are looking forward to so yeah being on your side as the athletic director but also the athletes the students themselves how special is it for those students you have student athletes to play a team around here in the valley like battle mountain or Vale christian like you were talking about all these kids know each other so what's it like for them to actually play each other on the court field etc they seem to hate each other on the court they put everything they can into it they it's it's big locker room speeches right, right before it's, it's dramatic and you know win or lose there's hugs after the game it's pretty cool to watch and you know it's a pretty tight-knit community here and, um, but it's definitely a very friendly rivalry you know when it's on the court it's it's all business and, and everyone wants to win and then right after that game's over the pictures are being taken and you know there's hugs and sometimes even tears so it's it's it's, it's pretty fun to watch it's a it's a cool community that we have here these, these, these kids are lucky to be able to um, have each other and, and have these summer leagues where coaches all know each other and, you know like I said I've, I've been coaching lacrosse out here for a long time and I know that coaching against some of my friends is really fun and we have a men's league in the summer we all get to play together so we're all we're all friends at the end of the day and um, you know, using sport as a way to, to grow and teach these kids lessons is a pretty special thing to be able to do. So, yeah, a lot of fun. Oh, wow. That sounds exciting. My final thought, what are you looking forward to most this upcoming fall season? Man, that's a good question. Uh, right now, I feel like I'm so hung up in just creating all these schedules, all these pieces of paper I got in front of me and making sure that everything's ready to go. Uh, I think I'm looking forward to the kids getting here in, in, a, in a week or two and 
uh, not being kind of the only person in the office. I mean, it's pretty quiet in here right now. And I like looking out my window and seeing kids. And so I'm just excited for the kids to show up and, um, you know, get to see some, some games. Uh, you know, that's, that's my favorite part of my job and, uh, being behind a computer screen and creating schedules is the hard part. And it's always worth it when the kids show up and get to actually watch them play. So I'm just looking forward for the school year to get going and kids to be in the building and yeah, it's right around the corner. So we're there. Yeah, you know, as a sports reporter, that may be my favorite part, too, actually getting to go and watch the games unfold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, um, thanks a bunch for, for having me today. And, um, you know, for those of you guys who are watching, you can go to bellmountainschool.edu and uh, you can see all of our schedules online there and pick and choose games to come to and, and uh, come support us. It should be a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, hey, Bobby, I appreciate you taking the time today to chat with me. Of course. Thanks a bunch and uh, enjoy the rest of your summer. Look forward to seeing you on some of the, the court and field and golf courses, all of that stuff. So we'll be getting going soon. Thanks a ton. And that's going to wrap up your sports, but make sure to come back to us next week for more coverage around the Valley. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode. And you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. This show spotlights the latest innovation.
All right, everybody, welcome back to our second hour of Good Morning Vale. Uh, I mentioned a birthday before. I want to mention it again. One of our production assistants turns 18 today. Max Turner turning 18 today. Way to go, Max. Uh, you've been a great help to the TV8 Studios, and we're going to support you on your continued adventures to find out what direction you're going to head with because you have a lot going on. You're a good kid. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Uh, let's talk about the weather for Max's birthday on August the 11th. Sunshine out here at the base of Vail Mountain, right up here at Mountain Plaza. A few, few high clouds, lots of blue skies. Uh, it's warming up nicely. We're going to see temperatures right now in the mid-50s. We'll see 76 for that high temperature today with a 20% chance of a, maybe a passing shower. Your hourly forecast showing you uh, mostly clear skies throughout the daytime, a few clouds passing, temperatures midday in the 70s, dropping to 67 tonight at 8 o'clock. 91 in Denver today, 76 for Vail, 77 for Avon, 79 for Eagle, and a 20% chance of a little bit of moisture mixed with some sunshine all around Eagle County. Tonight, our sun sets at 809. We've got uh, considerable cloudiness with a 20% chance of maybe a passing shower, 47 degrees for the low. And then our five-day forecast, temperatures all week long, through the weekend, through next week, upper 70s to the low 80s, evening lows, upper 40s to the low 50s. And we're looking at a 20% chance, pretty much, of uh, some cloud cover or maybe a passing shower mixed with sunshine every day, including today through Wednesday of next week. Um, so there you go. Once again, happy birthday to you, Max. Um, real quick, I want to get back into this whole uh, kids' adventure games thing that's going on. Uh, I'm up here at the base of Mountain Plaza. I don't know if you can tell, but uh, they're starting to get all set up. They just had their big staff meeting, and the kids have a, a lot of different fun things they're doing up here on the mountain. Right over there, straight ahead, they've got a slack line into a mud pit. I think that's awesome. Teams of two once again. But one of my favorite things, and I remember years ago when my kids both used to do this, they'd have to come across over here and get to that blue tent and now there's a water slide that goes down into a big pool of dirty water. Well, it's clean right now, but it's gonna be dirty by the time these kids get into it. And then this is kind of uh, one of the final stages before they run in through the finish area. Uh, but this is well worth watching. There's teams of two already showing up with their families. Everybody's getting fired up. This is going to be going on all weekend. Another thing I want to mention now, I want to talk about uh, what's happening over to the east of where we are here in Vail. It's over at the Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater, also known as the Amp. They have their summer concert series going on. And tonight at the Amp, um, a band that's been around for quite some time. The band is called Chicago, and uh, they're going to be performing tonight over at the amphitheater. Now, Chicago, uh, they're one of the most important bands in music since the dawn of the rock and roll era, and uh, they have the highest charting American band in Billboard magazine's top 125 artists of all time. Tonight at the Amp, 6.30, the doors open, the show's at 7.30, and then next week on Tuesday at the Amp for their summer concert series, the Head and the Heart, uh, popular indie rock folk duo going to be taken to the stage. You can go to the Gerald, GRFA.com for more information on what's happening at the AMP uh, for the summer concert series, the Tuesday night concerts. There's also yoga at the top of the mountain tomorrow. We have the Minturn Market on Saturday, the Vale Farmers Market on Sunday, and so much more. We're taking a break. When we come back, we've got some more tortilla soup happening in the kitchen with Tracy. We'll be right back.
Snap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 7 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno, Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoreboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. TV8 in Vail. I'm Avisha Scarborough at the Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater. We'll see you next time. Hi friends, welcome to a little behind the scenes. I'm Avisha Scarborough and I'm so excited to be part of the team at TV8 in Vail. I love the outdoor lifestyle here. I love the arts and culture and I love being part of this community. My show is called Vail Vibes with Avisha where I tell you about all the amazing activities going on here in Vail and surrounding areas all year round. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Tracy Miller has been showing us a fantastic tortilla soup recipe and let's see how she's carrying on with that in the kitchen. Welcome back to Colorful Cooking. I am Tracy Miller and today we are making a meal that you can prep early and if you have to work late or the kids are in sports and you're not eating until later, you're going to have a healthy, hot, delicious meal ready on the fly. It's chicken tortilla soup and cauliflower salad. The cauliflower and the chickpeas are roasting in the oven right now and this is chicken breast that I have cut up. Now we talked a little bit about how we want that chicken to really form a crust 
before we get going. And it really has. It's got a lot of seasoning on it. It's cooked up nicely. And what I'm going to do now is pull out the chicken and I'm going to just let it rest for a minute because we are going to get our aromatics kicking in the pan. What does that mean? It means your garlic and onions. And in this case, what starts off the chicken tortilla soup is garlic, onions, green pepper, and jalapeno pepper. And of course, if you don't like the spice, if you can't take the heat, don't put the jalapeno pepper in there, okay? So I'm just gonna let that chicken just chill out right there for a minute. I have another pan starting to heat up. Okay, this baby's gonna be really hot. See, see, I put it, I cranked it so it's getting hot, it's steaming. The crusty parts are on the bottom, which is exactly what we want. I'm gonna add a tiny, tiny bit of oil right now, and then I'm gonna put the onions in there, and onions and peppers. What's gonna happen when these onions and peppers start to cook is their natural juices are going to secrete and they are gonna deglaze the pan. So deglazing the pan is what is essential when you are making soups or sauces or anything like that. You have the nice brown bits that I can't stop talking about right here on the bottom. And then now you're gonna put the veggies in and you're gonna let those veggies start to pretty much just simmer in, in, the, uh, in the pan. And they're gonna get juicy and then they're going to help deglaze that pan. So I have one whole green pepper and a half an onion, a half a huge onion. So it really turns out to be uh, close to equal parts green pepper and onion, little extra green pepper. So we're gonna get that green pepper in there. And of course, if you're somebody that's sensitive to green peppers and you prefer the red pepper, you can do whatever you want. You can put whatever kind of pepper you want in there. The green pepper is actually just gives it a little more of a bite than the red pepper. The red pepper is gonna be a little bit sweeter than the green pepper, so you're going to uh, get kind of a sweeter flavor in there, which could be a counterbalance if you are using a jalapeno. So, you know, think about that if you want. And actually the red pepper has like three times the amount of vitamin C that the green pepper does because the green pepper is kind of the baby and the red pepper is the big sister because the red pepper is the green pepper but on the vine for a couple months longer. So that makes it more sweet and it just boosts up that vitamin C huge. All right, so we've got our peppers starting. The pan is not deglazing yet, but you can see that the colors from the parts on the bottom are starting to change the color of the onions and the peppers. So, so our plan is working, my friends. All right, I'm just gonna put a half a jalapeno in here. Me, I love jalapenos. I absolutely love them. I don't take the seeds out of them, but if you're making this for like lots of people or kids or something, this is called the membrane and those are the seeds and that's where you're gonna get your spice. So if you don't want spice from your green pepper, get rid of those. Me, I like a little kick. I'm not gonna put too much in there. So we are going to just kind of roughly chop this and then we're gonna let it cook with the onions and peppers. So the heat from this is gonna be juicy and it's gonna get right around the onions and peppers. So first of all, I, you're probably thinking this is a very interesting knife that I'm working with today <laughs> because here at the TV8 kitchen, I usually bring my own knives, but I forgot it today. So I had to look around and I got this kind of this old school knife and I had to say to everybody here in the studio, hey, this is a really great knife because it's sharp. So whenever you're working with knives in your kitchen, the sharper the knife, the safer it's gonna be. That sounds crazy, right? But if you are using a dull knife, 
then what you're doing is you're pushing through your food. And when you're pushing through your food, it's going to tear your food and it's also going to wiggle around a little bit. So you might not get the best uh, coverage and you're definitely going to have a little trouble and more likely to cut yourself. Okay, everything's cooking here. It's over a medium low heat. I have this frying pan over a low heat. I'm going to crank that up just a little bit. And what we're going to do now is just make some tortilla strips for our, the top of our soup when it's done. Everybody loves these because they just kind of add a little bit of crunch. So just slice them thin like this. These are corn tortillas. So this is going to be a gluten-free soup. And a masa flour can be replaced for the corn tortillas in the soup. But of course, if you want these little tortilla sticks on top, you really have to use the tortilla and fry them up. Super easy to do this and everybody loves it. It kind of elevates the soup a little bit. So what we're gonna do is put our pan with some olive oil, a decent amount because you want the tortillas to kind of fry up a little bit. So we'll put those with a decent amount and then we're gonna put those in there. Give them some space like I was saying about the chicken. Don't burn yourself or anything. I think my hands are immune to it now, but just give it some space and let those fry up. We're gonna check in the oven right now and see how that cauliflower is doing and see how those chickpeas are doing. If they're starting to get crispy, we're in good shape, but sometimes it takes a little longer and when you're working with fresh ingredients, you always have to check everything. So here we go, they're looking good. This is what I wanna see on that cauliflower is when you flip it over, you've got those little brown marks again. That's gonna be the theme of our show today. I'm gonna to close this down and let it cook for a few more minutes. We are gonna put corn and black beans into our soup once we get it rolling. And I just want you to know, like, whenever you're using cans of beans, rinse them off first because they're filled with sodium to preserve them in the can. But if you actually rinse the beans off, then you're gonna really, really lessen that sodium. I think it's by half or even more. So just rinse your beans off before you put them in. Sometimes you wanna say, okay, but I like that juice, Tracy. Don't like the juice, it's full of sodium. And we can make our own juice right here, which is what we're gonna do now. So my peppers and my onions are cooking up in the soup. You can cook that for a little bit longer if you want to, but we're gonna add one can of fire roasted diced tomatoes. And don't be afraid of the canned stuff. Canned tomatoes that are processed, it makes it easier to get the lycopene that's in the tomato. That's really, really healthy for you and super duper healthy for men too. So don't be afraid of canned stuff. Don't be afraid of canned tomatoes. Some other things you might be afraid of, but I like canned tomatoes and beans. All right, there we go. We've got a little juice going in there now with those canned tomatoes. We're gonna put chicken broth in as well. And then I'm gonna put the chicken in. We're gonna bring it to a boil. And then we're gonna put the corn and the black beans in there and just let it simmer. And that's the point where you can let it simmer for the rest of the day if you want. You can switch it to your crock pot if you want, or you can turn it off and just heat it up when you get home later tonight. So right now we have green pepper, onion, garlic, a jalapeno, a can of tomatoes, and chicken broth. Now I'm gonna add my chicken breast. I'm gonna crank this up. When it comes to a boil, we're gonna add the black beans and the corn, 
and then we have our soup ready to simmer. We're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna clean up a little bit. When we return, we're assembling that cauliflower salad. I'm making a lemon tahini dressing that you are gonna love. And we're gonna get our tortilla strips all ready for dinner time. We'll be right back. Hello everyone, now is the time to refresh your floors. I'm Mandy Benedict, I'd love to invite you into our showroom to explore our 12,000 square foot showroom where you can view all different floors installed, see what it looks like in a larger space. One of our uh, greatest growing products is waterproof wood flooring, which for our environment with kids and dogs and ski boot and our mountain lifestyle, this is a great flooring option. I brought one of the planks with me today. They're nice, long, wide planks. They're embossed on grain, so they look beautiful, but they perform really well in our mountain lifestyle. We have all employee installers. They've been working for over a decade with us, and we have a lifetime installation warranty. So not only do we make sure that the client gets what they want, we know what this climate needs. We have beautiful reclaimed floors, herringbone, really anything that you're looking for to update your home or your business. We have it at Rugs Benedict. We provide free estimates. So come in and visit us in the store. We'd love to see you. going right now. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I've got two of the competitors of the Kids Adventure Games. We're going to check in with them in just a second. Uh, let's talk about the weather for the day. We're going to have uh, good weather for the Kids Adventure Games, I think. A little bit of sunshine, a few clouds, no real rain in the forecast, but I know these kids are going to be doing that slip and slide, and they're going to get all wet and muddy and dirty. Weather for today, we're going to see a high in Vale of about 76 degrees with a 20% chance of maybe a passing shower. Uh, but mostly sunny all around Eagle County today and down for, towards the Front Range. These two guys came up from Denver. It's going to be warm in Denver today, about 91 degrees down there. 76 for Vail, 
77 for high in Avon, 79 towards Eagle and Gypsum. Uh, tonight, our temperatures are going to be about 47 degrees for a low temperature, 20% chance of maybe a passing shower, sun setting at 8.09. And then our five-day forecast, we've got two more days of adventure games after today for the weekend, 75 in Vail for Saturday, 77 on Sunday, 79 on Monday, 79 on Tuesday, and then 81 on Wednesday. 20% chance of maybe a passing shower every day through Wednesday. Uh, evening lows in the upper 40s. That's what we're looking at for our weather. Um, all right. Now, we're going to check in with these two fellas right now. So these two guys, I don't know if you can see them all. Nick, can they see everybody? Can you see these two clowns over here in their orange shirts? <laughs> all right. What is your name? Uh, Leon. This is Leon. I'm Graham. This is Graham. All right, so you guys talk loud. Yeah. You guys, I'm going to let you go first. You guys are, where are you all from? Oh, uh, we're from Denver. You're from Denver. When did you come up here? Um, last year. You've been up here since last year? You came no. up, when did you come up no, for the games? Oh, oh, to the games. Today or last night? Uh, last night. Have you done it before? Yes. With this guy? Yeah. You guys have been teams before? Yeah. All right. And what is your favorite part of the adventure games? My favorite part is probably the slip and slide, and also the river is fun, even though it's cold. It's definitely right? fun to go through. Yeah. So the slip and slide is that thing I showed you up on the hill a little bit ago, where, and that's kind of towards the end of the run, right? You yeah. do that right before you come through the finish area? Yeah. How did you guys do last year? Do you remember? Um, we did pretty good. It was our first year starting out, so, I mean, I think we did good for our first time. Yeah. I think we can definitely do better this time. How about what do you think? I think we did good. Um, it was fun to win the Spirit Award. We won it last That's year. That's awesome. Um, and, yeah, I think we can do good this year. Um, the only problem is I haven't really practiced mountain biking. It's okay. It's okay. So. Are you a better mountain biker? Um, me and him are, like, really have not really practiced. Okay, here's the deal. Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you first. Who out of the two of you would you say is the stronger competitor in most of the events? I... I'm not sure. I what don't do you know. think? You're supposed to say you. Oh, oh and What me. do you think? You're going to say you, right? Me. Yeah. Me. All right. Yeah, both These two guys. Do you have a team name? The Bad the Piggies. The Bad Piggies? Yeah. The Bad Piggies up here at the Kids Adventure Games. You have any other buddies up here? Um, Probably. No. Okay. Whatever. You have fun today. Have a blast, okay? Yeah, I will. And you have fun today. Have a blast. Thank you. Work on that mountain bike, and you work on the mountain bike, yeah. and go for the Spirit Award, and just try to do a little bit better than you did last year. Cool? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you guys. You're awesome. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. I'm going to find you as soon as I'm done with this, and I'll, I'll give you my phone number, then I'll send you the link to this so you can show it to your family, okay? All right, everybody. Hey, uh, we got more of the show coming up. we got Tracy in the studio cooking, and uh, Morgan Morning Vale from the Kids Adventure Games. We'll be right back. Welcome to Vale Vibes. I'm Avisha Scarborough. Today we are in Mintern, a place that many refer to as the last small mountain town around. And we're going to check out their amazing maker's market. Walking along Main Street in Mintern, I took in the idyllic charm of this former railroad and mining town. Feels like it has community. It has a small town character. Um, we definitely get visitors and tourists, but it's not a resort. But don't let the small town spirit fool you. Many of these artisans here are nothing short of world-class, and many have worldwide impact. Tia Woven Goods, founded by Simbala Drame, has improved the lives of hundreds of women in Ghana by employing them to weave these baskets. 
Cedric Bolton is her nephew, and he helps his aunt at several farmers markets a week. Our mission is to empower these women to stand on their own two feet, to um, feel like they can support their families, um, to empower them to you know move forward and, and feel like they're thriving members in society. Sandstone jewelry and knits also empowers women. They're made by single mothers in Kenya so that they can be employed and uh, provide for their families. And Paldin Hester, who's originally from Tibet, has a family-run business. This is her mom, who she says started making jewelry while exiled in Nepal. When coming to the U.S., Paldin says she saw many similarities between Tibetan and Native American jewelry. I thought Tibet is only one wears a lot of turquoise and coral, but then I saw a lot of Native people wearing jewelry too, same, same colors. With so many inspiring handmade items, customers said they love shopping here. Five bracelets. Because it makes an impact. It is, yeah, so they're real fruit. Some of these products were made with imagination. Straight into the flame. Some were made with skill and courage. And others were made in loving memory of a dear friend. He was such a cool kid, and his mom just came and spent two days with me. What makes these items truly one of a kind are the people behind them. And soon, there will be a lot more to look forward to. Starting next week, we have about double the size of vendors, and we'll extend all the way down um, in the same general area, but we'll extend further down, and we'll have a food court with food trucks um, and lots of food vendors. And we're also adding a kids' zone this year, which will have tons of kids' activities. We're going to have a bounce house, a mechanical bull, face painting, um, and a build-your-own-stuffed animal station, and we'll have the climbing wall back uh, from Eagle Climbing and Fitness. And we're also doing some kids' story times this year, too. The Mintern Farmer's Market will be held every Saturday morning in downtown Mintern until September 2nd. For TV8 Vale, I'm Avisha Scarborough. Good morning, Vale! It's that time where we're talking Sun and Ski Sports Product of the Week. Now, if you like to get out there and enjoy the trails on your bike, well, it's really important that you keep your head nice and safe. And so right now, I've got the Giro Manifest Spherical in front of me. Now, this helmet has some fancy new technology. The spherical part is progressive layering with dual-density liners to address high and low impact speed. So you can see as I wiggle the top of the helmet, it is fully moving. Now, this helmet also comes equipped with MIPS, which stands for Multi-Directional Impact Protection System, which keeps your brain just extra safe when you're out there riding. And if you do happen to have one of those accidents, well, then it will help you stay nice and safe. This helmet has a lot of really nice features. It has the wind tunnel ventilation on it, making it so that you stay cool when you're out there enjoying your nice ride. So I'm going to flip this helmet right around to the front so you can see all of those nice wind tunnel vents. Now, another great feature of this helmet is it has a movable visor that way you can protect yourself from the sun as needed in any direction. Now another great feature of this helmet is if you're right in between sizes, don't worry, it has an adjustable fit in the back making it nice and convenient for you to get this helmet on your head to fit any shape. Now you can check out this helmet at Sun and Ski Sports. Now they have so many convenient locations or you can shop online at their website at sunandski.com. That way you can keep yourself nice and safe out there on the trails. We want to thank them 
so much for bringing you this product of the week. We've got more after this. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Each week on The Tech Show, you can look forward to the latest in technology and how you can use it too. We'll also chat with leading experts and you'll find out if the latest gadget will take my money or not. Don't miss The Tech Show. Tech your local listings. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Tracy Miller has been showing us a fantastic chick or yeah, chicken and tortilla soup recipe. And the last time we checked in with her, she was frying up some tortillas. So let's see how much progress she's made. It's getting hot in here and we are roasting cauliflower and chickpeas. The chickpeas are tossed in salt and pepper and oregano and that's going to be for our roasted cauliflower salad. The tahini dressing is something we're about to make as well. Feels good by the oven. Everything is looking good on there. They're all roasted up nicely. The cauliflower has some great color to it. And so do the chickpeas. And they feel like they're a little bit crispy too. Sometimes those chickpeas can take a little while to get crispy, but this is a snack that you'll absolutely love if you're a fan of chickpeas. Okay, we're gonna hold off on this for one second and we're gonna get back to the soup. You see that the soup is boiling like crazy right now. And that's what I wanted it to do at this point. What we're gonna do now, and this is what I was talking about with the masa. You can either use masa flour, about an eighth of a cup, or you can use corn tortillas and you just rip them up and put them in the boiling soup. And this is gonna give it that tortilla flavor. And I also have my fried tortillas right here so that we can uh, really kind of have that chicken tortilla flavor that we are naming the soup. So I'm just gonna rip up one of these, actually two of these, real small. What's gonna happen is they'll start to disintegrate and then the flavor will come out in the soup. And this is a corn tortilla, so it is gluten-free. So for all your gluten friends, your gluten-free friends are for you, then this can be a nice soup for you that's gonna be hearty and have a little body to it because that, that masa or those corn tortillas are really gonna give it a nice flavor. Okay, so we're gonna let that boil for another probably two or three minutes or so just to soften up those tortillas. Meanwhile, I'm gonna dump a half a can of beans in there, depending on how much you like beans, and about a cup of corn. This is just a really colorful, beautiful soup. And it's so healthy for you. Low in fat as well, especially using the chicken breast. If you ever wanna use chicken thighs in a soup, which sometimes I do as well because they have a little more flavor, it's that brown meat. Look at the color on that. Oh, this is a nice soup. It really looks good. 
I'm going to actually add a little more of my seasoning mix. And once again, the seasoning mix is salt and pepper, cumin, uh, coriander, and chili powder. This is what's going to give it its flavor because, of course, our chicken broth was just a plain chicken broth. So we need to give it flavor with the spices that we put in there. And, of course, the more spices and herbs you can get in your life, the healthier you're going to be. All right, we're gonna let that bad boy boil for just a little bit longer and we're gonna work on our cauliflower salad. So cauliflower is so delicious, so good for you. And it goes really nicely with parsley. So I'm gonna thickly chop up some fresh Italian parsley. I prefer the Italian parsley. It has bigger leaves and it has a big flavor. Um, and so I have some mixed greens here. These are baby greens. So when you're buying baby greens, just be careful because they go bad really, really fast because they're little babies, you know, and they're very perishable. So when you're looking at the container, buy one that you know is the size that you're going to eat and make sure there's no water in the container when you buy it because that water is really going to destroy those. So I have, some, I have some sliced apples and I use apples or cranberries for this salad. I have the mixed greens and then I have the beautiful parsley that we're going to put right on top there. Okay, so now we're going to get some of our cauliflower. Uh, if you haven't eaten cauliflower roasted like this, it's delicious. It actually kind of tastes like popcorn. It gets those burnt pieces and it's just, it's so good. It's really a fun, delicious way to get your veggies in. Okay, so we're going to top that with some cauliflower. And then our chickpeas are nice and crispy. And again, this is another good snack. I mean, if you're, if you're working in an office and you need that little three o'clock pick-me-up, chickpeas and cauliflower, really? I mean, you might not want to open the container of cauliflower at work because it's definitely stinky, but it tastes really good and very good for you. Okay, so there we go. We've got crispy chickpeas that are coated in salt and pepper and oregano. We have cauliflower. You can use cranberries or apples mixed greens and parsley. That's the salad, but the best part of the salad is actually the salad dressing. So let's get to making the salad dressing and I'm gonna make it in this bowl right here. And it's pretty easy and it's extremely delicious. So what we do with this is, this is, this is my cheater. So if you don't wanna cheat, don't get like a lemon pepper marinade, but this is what I like to do just to kind of loosen up the tahini. You can also do fresh lemon, but this is just kind of a quick way to make a delicious sauce. So I'm gonna take about two tablespoons of the lemon. So this is lemon and olive oil. So if you're doing it all fresh, lemon and olive oil is enough. And then we are going to get the tahini. Now this is such a great ingredient. It's sesame paste. It gives you a really unique flavor and it goes so well with cauliflower. So we're gonna do about equal parts. So another two tablespoons of that. I'm going to get some salt and pepper on here. And my tahini is pretty liquefied right now. Sometimes that's not the case, but it is. And so I'm just going to stir this up. If you would like it less thick, add a little bit of water. No big deal. You can just add a little tiny bit of water to that or a little shot of maple syrup if you need some sweetness to it. So that's gonna be our salad dressing that goes with our salad. You can prep the salad all the way to this point 
and then when you get home and you're ready for dinner, then you can put the sauce right on top of it. So now we are going to get a bowl for our soup. Let me see. I'm just going to move a few things around here for a second. Get rid of these hot pans as you take a look at that salad. And I'm going to go get a bowl. This had a little chicken in it before. It had the cooked chicken. And actually, I had meant to make the salad dressing in this bowl because this is the kind of bowl that you would typically eat a chowder out of. And that deep bowl over there is what you would eat more of a soup like this for. So I'm totally messing up the bowls here, but I don't think anybody really cares too much about that. I'm gonna turn the soup down. We have this just delicious soup and you can see that the tortillas have kind of melted in there. Look how many veggies and colors there are. This is colorful cooking right here, folks. This is what I like to see. A hot soup, lots of nice broth, lots of colors, lots of vitamins and minerals in there. And now let's wreck it all by putting some fried tortilla strips on top. But this is gonna give it great flavor. It's delicious. I have a little cilantro as well to brighten it up and then a little avocado. And there you go. There is your chicken tortilla soup and your delicious cauliflower salad with a tahini dressing. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope this gives you a couple good ideas on how you can make a dinner and be prepared if you're coming home late at night. I'm Tracy Miller and this is Colorful Cooking. Good morning, Familia de TVR, estamos muy emocionados de seguir avanzando nuestra programación en español. Recientemente tuvimos un exitoso evento donde colaboramos con nuestra comunidad para desarrollar ideas sobre nuestro contenido y nuestra programación en español. Así que muchísimas gracias a todas las personas que asistieron. Y si no tuviste la oportunidad de contribuir, aún puedes mandarme tus comentarios a través de correo electrónico. Y además te invitamos a seguir nuestras nuevas redes sociales para estar al tanto de todo nuestro contenido en español. Nos encuentras en Instagram y Facebook, arroba TV8 Conexión Latina o nuestra página web TV8Bell.com, diagonal Conexión Latina. Recuerda que puedes sintonizar toda la programación de TV8 a través del canal 92 de Comcast o nuestra página web TV8Bell.com. TV8 is excited to continue making progress to our Spanish programming. We recently had a successful event at our studio where we collaborated with community members to develop ideas for the future of our Spanish programming. So thank you to everyone who came out. And if you didn't get a chance to contribute, you can still send me your comments via email. You can also now follow our new Spanish social media accounts on Facebook and Instagram at TV8 Conexión Latina or our website tv8vel.com slash Conexión Latina so you can stay up to date on all our Spanish content. Remember, you can also tune in to all of our TV8 programming on Comcast Channel 92 or our website at tv8vel.com. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best-performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hello, everyone. I'm 
Raisa Pascal. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. So even though you work with some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. Join us on the Leadville Railroad. This fun-filled train ride takes you and your family on an unforgettable trip through the heart of the Rockies for a half-day trip of adventure, relaxation, and sightseeing. Enjoy the spectacular Colorado scenery. Even meet the engineer. Book your adventure on the Leadville Railroad today at leadvillerailroad.com. Welcome back to the show, and it's Friday, which means we've got our best friends from the Aww. Eagle Valley Library District here, and Tegan Davis is joining me on the couch. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me again. Appreciate so, it. So, back to school. Yes, We're starting to school. gear up for that yes. a little bit, and <laughs> I'm here you guys have books. We got lots of books and other resources that might help um, for the school curriculum. So we're hoping to get teachers, students, and even our homeschool families in um, to utilize our resources that we have for free. So we got books, we have databases that will help with homework um, and all those researching needs that kids That's have. That's right. You guys have <laughs> access to a lot of those big research yes. databases yes. and a lot of academic resources too. So yep. if you're trying to research something a little bit more obscure for a school project, or exactly. if you're doing some sort of deep dive in a homeschooling project, it's yep. a way you can get access to some of those things. Exactly. And so even if you're a teen or a college student, we have the resources that you would need to complete some homework. So we do have an abundance of items and resources that we're hoping like students will utilize. Well, and sometimes even the local schools don't have access to some of those some data yes. those same databases. So how would a like student or a teacher involved in Eagle County Public Schools participate in that, yes, get okay. access to some of those extra resources. Um, I'm glad you asked because <laughs> it's super exciting. So we partnered with the school, I want to say maybe five years ago, um, to do a, a student card. And so what it is, is it's their student ID, so their S number. So any child that is going to Eagle County School District schools, the parents can say yes that they want to share that information with the libraries. And then it's just their student ID is their library card. So again, we we're trying to cut down on kids having two cards and losing cards. Um, so it's just their student ID and all the kids know their S numbers and they come up and they rattle off their S numbers and they can check out materials or get access to those databases at home when they need to be doing their homework. Gosh, it seems like that's a really easy way to do things. I, mean, I remember when I was a kid, I had two cards. Yes. I had my student yes. ID card and my library card. And it sounds like this is a great way to kind of both cut down on some extra yep. paperwork, cut down on a little bit of extra waste but also make sure that those kids have those accesses to the resources. Exactly, and make it as easy as possible was the goal. Do those cards work outside of the school year, like right oh, now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids are coming in and they're using the S numbers to check out video games and graphic novels. Um, they're totally eating up the summer reading program and they're using their student cards to do that. Are they still allowed to pick up video games during the school year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might be playing them on the weekend. We're not judging. Um, so yeah, you can still check out video games. So if you're a teacher involved, yes. I would imagine it's fairly similar to just use your existing teacher credentials with 
the Eagle County schools to right any teacher. So we um, preschoolers, um, even CMC professors can come in, um, and they just show that they are working at um, the organization. So whether that's Eagle County School District or that's a preschool, um, and then we give them a teacher card. And the bonus with the teacher cards is that they can put more items on hold, and they also get to keep them longer because we do know that these items will be used to supplement classroom learning. Um, so they might want to hang on to them for three weeks. Uh, sorry, six weeks instead of three weeks. Um, so they do get an extended um, time period. Are they allowed to check out more like additional versions of the same thing too? So like if you know we're doing a project on whatever the book yeah. might be, you know, and I needed ten of them. Yes. We can Is help you, you yes, have? we can help you get 10 copies. And there are book kits, so if you're doing like a reading class um, on a specific book, um, we can help you find the book kit for it, or we can help you throughout Marmot Line get you the multiple copies you need. Awesome. Yeah. And if you're a homeschooling parent, are you also able um, to get access to a teacher card yes. and any same sort of resources? Yep. So all you need to do is bring in the paperwork that you would present to the school saying that you're homeschooling, and then, you, and then the parent can get the teacher card as well, because we also know that they are using these materials to teach their children, and so we want to give them the same benefit as teachers. Last time we had you on, you brought that wonderful microscope kit. Yes. And <laughs> I, I was homeschooled growing up. Oh, okay. And that was something that we did was we, we needed a microscope kit. Yep. And you have the ability as a homeschooled student to participate in any classes that you're interested in oh, in okay. the Eagle County schools. Nice. You can more or less take them as electives, especially if it's something that you don't have access to at home. Okay. So, like, my sister was able to do home ec and oh, nice. uh, okay, okay. machine shop yeah, with yeah. the Eagle Valley High School. I didn't really have much interest in going <laughs> to the high school myself, so okay. I didn't. But... It was a really great opportunity, and one thing that we did end up having to do was raising money to buy a microscope kit. Oh, and it okay. sounds like that with the teacher card, you can rent that microscope yes, kit out for yes. a little longer yep, and yep. do that homeschool chemistry yes. yep. you know, piece yep. and have some of that extra time to do it, too. Yeah, and so we're really enthusiastic of adding things to our sim collections. So if a parent were to approach us being like, hey, we're homeschooling and we would like this, let us know um, because it might be something that we could add to our collection um, that would hopefully not just help you as a homeschool parent, um, but also, not that you're homeschooling right now, but also um, anybody else who might be interested. Well, I do try pretty hard to homeschool my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is, you know, good behaviors. <laughs> Everyone appreciates. So it, somebody has the opportunity then to, you know, if they're looking for something specific and you yes. guys don't necessarily have it, right. even if it's part of the Library of Things collection, yeah. if they reach out to you guys and ask... We're open to suggestions, yes. So you might be able to bring in or... Yes, either we can, um, if we can't purchase it, we'll try to get it from other libraries. Again, um, Colorado Library Share, so we can ask other libraries on the Western Slope than on the Eastern Slope, and if um, Colorado is not working out for us, we will start asking other states. Um, we've got materials from the Library of Congress sent to us because of um, a research project that a patron was doing, so we can get, um, we will try our darndest to get to a yes. Um, <laughs> so um, we try very hard to get what you need. Well, and that's part of what makes you guys so great. Oh, Let me ask one more question yeah. for you, though. So you've got the Library of Things, yep. and it seems to me, anyway, like that's a pretty novel idea here. Is that more of a widespread thing in libraries like throughout Colorado? Right. Well, um, some libraries, yes. Some libraries, no. And um, it also varies on your community. So some libraries, their library of things have a bunch of um, sheet cake pans um, because it's really big in their community. Um, so be able to do those birthdays but not have to commit to purchasing like the teddy bear pan and then the car pan. Um, so they have a whole library of 
um, baking pans, and that fits within our community. And so our community is more outdoorsy, um, and so we try to get some of those items in, as well as, you know, we have people who might not be interested in the video games, so we have, like, board games, um, when we know we have visitors, and they're not going to bring, like, all their books and all their games. You guys <laughs> so, have a whole Dungeons and Dragons kit, too, yes, if yes, people we are do. interested yes. in getting into yep. those games. Yep. Like, those are expensive books. It, yes, they are. <laughs> but it's not necessarily something that you need All the time. Yes, exactly. you just need it to like start off and to um, get started and begin your game and your campaign. Um, and we have, we have all that you need. Awesome. So what else you guys got going on? You've got some events coming up maybe? We do. So um, we're taking this time to build up our after-school programming. Um, and so we have after-school programming at all three libraries. And I think, let's see here, Eagle's going to do What's Up Wednesdays, uh, Avon's Thurs, uh, Thumbs Up Thursdays, and then um, Friday Fun Club in Gypsum. So we try to spread it out, um, and the kids can sign up and then participate in all the activities that we're doing. Love all the alliteration. Yeah, <laughs> of course, for librarians. <laughs> so then with, as we're getting ready to ramp up with school, yes. I, there's a little bit of time left to relax yes. as we're wrapping up yes. August. So tell me a little bit about Aww. the Day of Relaxation. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. So it's August 15th. It's actually the National Day of <laughs> Relaxation. Um, and so just fun fact for anyone out there, if you read six minutes a day, you reduce your stress by 68%. Um, so come in, check things out. And it doesn't have to be a book. We've got magazines. we got graphic novels. We have comics. Whatever your heart desires, <laughs> come on in, check it out, and then just kick up your feet and enjoy the day. Well, awesome. Tegan Davis of the Eagle Valley Library. District. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank on the you couch for having me. Appreciate it. And make sure to check out our fantastic libraries all throughout <laughs> the Eagle Valley in Avon, Eagle, and Gypsum. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be right back after a short message. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. 
visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Let's take a quick look at that winter weather forecast, or summer weather forecast, I should say, as we're wrapping up today's show. With a high this morning of 55 degrees, warming up to 76 towards the afternoon with a 20% chance of rain, partly cloudy throughout the day, winds coming from the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Then as we're looking at that hourly forecast, once again this morning at 55, then as we start warming up towards noon at 71, partly cloudy throughout the day with a little bit more clouds settling in as things cool off around 8 p.m., starting to get 67 around there. Then as we're taking a look at that I-70 corridor down in Denver, 20% chance of precipitation, partly cloudy with that high of 91. Things will cool off as we move up into the mountains there with a 20% chance in Vail, mostly cloudy there with a high of 76. 77 in Avon and 79 in Eagle. Again, mostly cloudy with that 20% chance of rain. As we're looking at that overnight forecast, as Mark was saying this morning, considerable cloudiness with a sunset at 
8.09 p.m., low of 47, 20% chance of rain, with those south southeast winds at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Taking a look at the rest of the week there, we've got 75 degrees, partly cloudy on Saturday with a 20% chance of rain, 77 on Sunday, again with that 20% chance of rain and partly cloudy on Monday, 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny with a high of 79, 79 as well on Tuesday with that 20% chance and a little bit more clouds. And then on Wednesday there, we've got a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, warming up a little bit with that high of 81. Now, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. Of course, there's a lot still going on this weekend, including those kids' adventure camps, the Eagle Block Party over there, which is featuring three stages and a ton of different musicians from all over the country. And then, of course, there's also the Vale Wine event and much, much more going on throughout the Vale Valley. So make sure to get out there and enjoy the sun, enjoy the weekend, and remember, get a little bit prepared for a slight chance of rain today. And thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of Good Morning Vale. Until next time, I'm your host, Ben Roof. Are you looking for exciting and nutritious recipes to cook at home? Watch Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller on TV8 Vale.